Welcome to episode 6 of the I've Heard It Both Ways podcast. We have a special edition of the podcast, the Battle of the Steves, featuring Steve Halla and Steve Onion Boy. How are the Steves doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Nothing like an inside yeah. joke to start off the pod. Yeah. Onion so, Boy is having an onion-tastic time over here. Good. That's I'm good. Glad. That's good to hear. Which I know you got. You have some beef with the pod because in episode two we talked about Crocs and we did not bring up Mister Hala. Uh, you you don't have to loop me in with with the classic Crocs. I'm not about that Croc life, but if you give me some some Croc boat shoes or loafers, maybe. So you're like the fancy like DOS wears the fancy Crocs. Yeah, exactly. Big fancy you know, croc guy. You gotta have dress you, crocs. Uh, loved with the OS, but you, you can put me in there. Whoa, whoa, oh, hang on. Hey, oh, hey, that's a number one fan you're talking about. Yeah, I'm kidding. My favorite OS. The favorite of the OSs. Okay, so we have Onion Boy here, Steve Onion Boy, who we almost could not schedule this episode because he was re- refusing to participate in the conversations about scheduling. That makes it difficult, normally. Yeah. he. We asked him if he wanted to do it in person because he was going to be in town. He said, yeah, sure. And then we found out that his time in town was going to be kind of tight. So he was like, okay, well, maybe the phone will work. And we said, okay, well, what about this day? Everybody can do it. How about you? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, can everybody else do it? I'm like, that's exactly what I just said. <laughs> we like to let the people govern themselves, guys. We are, we are the number one podcast of the people. That's a fact, but... This has also, also been. Okay, I have something real quick. Of course, oh yeah. Small sample size to go on for the uh, the O'Shea's, so I kind of understand Steve, Steve's comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, they're not bad people. They're just uh, no, intense. Yeah, they're just intense. Very they're nice young men. Yeah, and you got to remember, Dos is like twenty five, so he's significantly younger than us. So he acts it. That's for sure. No offense. Well, allegedly. Yeah, exactly. He's still our number one fan. Shout out to DOS. Yeah, and while we're, while we're on the beef subject, Steve also has a beef with Google, which is pretty much what we do like our entire podcast through. We run all of our Google Docs and schedule everything with everybody. And Mr. Yahoo Mail over here didn't know what a Google Doc was until earlier this week. I prefer the format. I don't see a problem with it. You know what? Yahoo Mail is essentially the Chicago White Sox of email. Yeah. It's a very short, small, dedicated following, and we get very angry if you bring it up. <laughs> they get It's little brother syndrome. They get offended every time someone mentions Google. Are you on that Hotmail, too? Or are you a I eventually got uh, it. I can get down to the Google. Do you still have an AOL account? Me? No, I never had one. Ooh. So what do you use for your search engine? Like, Ask Jeeves? Is that still a thing? <laughs> no, Ask Bing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I use it. I'm, I'm the guy that types in, I've heard Ray make fun of this before, where I will type in Google into the Google search bar. Oh, Jesus. To bring up Google, <laughs> Google homepage. <laughs> so do you not use Chrome either? No, I will open Chrome and Google oh, you're not you're not an Internet Explorer guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mom does that too. 
Yeah, well, we can talk about our friendship. The first time I met both of you guys in person, um, Steve Hala, why don't we start with you? Um, so I knew of you, not by name, only by face, because <laughs> you looked identical to the ex boyfriend of a girl I dated in high school. And like you, like, I thought you were his brother until having finally met you and realized like you didn't go to the same high school as us and everything. I'm like, oh, well, they, they, they might be related, but I'll just wait a couple of years to ask them until they actually are related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had, I had opposite. All this, this hate was unbeknownst to me. You know, I, I met, uh, I met you. I think we, we talked about, uh, some fast food, a little, uh, WWE. And I was like, this guy. That seems all right to me. Just uh, a day in the life of Ray. Yeah, I mean, if I if I hate you for no reason, like just for because you look like a guy that I know, <laughs> I'm probably not gonna let you know it right away. If I hate you for like a real reason, then I'll let you know, no problem. But yeah, if it's something that because I hate pretty much everybody, um, until like I meet them, like you're gonna hear that. I didn't hate Suede, by the way. Um, but everybody until I, until I meet them and then I'm like, oh, he's a normal guy. I can't believe I used to hate him because he looked like somebody I knew. Yeah. The first time I met Onion Boy, um, the, literally the first question he asked me, they go, they're like, okay, Ray, this is Steve, Steve, this is Ray. And he goes, hey, who's your favorite wrestler? And I'm pretty sure I said Bret Hart and you kind of took that as a, uh, seems Seems okay. Yeah. All right. Seems like a good guy. It checks out. Got a good head on his Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I asked you who was your favorite wrestler. What was yours? And my response is always Chris Jericho, just because I'm a big fan of his line of work. But that is a strange. I usually do if I so if I get information ahead of time that someone likes professional wrestling, and I know I'm about to meet them soon, I will do the. I will just fire off. I did it. Not too recently at work, I heard this guy was a pro wrestler fan. So he, the second he comes in the door, I go, favorite wrestler on three, one, two, three, we both said Chris Jericho. <laughs> 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 and I was like, this is my new best friend. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> but it's actually, it's, people always shit on pro wrestling, but someone telling you their favorite wrestler is a good way to kind of find out. To judge about them. their personality. Brett Hart fits perfectly with Ray's personality. I think so. The excellence of execution. No, <laughs> Onion Boy is, uh, is Jinder Mahal. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I know we're both big fans. The modern day Maharaja. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, speaking of being big fans, we have... Uh, Steve Halla is a big fan of Kristen's rabbit that we have. It he's in the next room right now. You can't see him, but Chunks. we can hear him. Yeah, Chunks working the front desk of the studio. No, Chunks the rabbit. We can't bring him anywhere because if you pick him up, only Kristen can pick him up without getting bitten. Everybody else who picks him up, he like bites the shit out of their hands. So nobody touches him except for her. That's why we have him running security for the studio. Yeah, he's in the other room in case we have to sick him on our next guest who we might have on later today but um i don't want to spoil it for anybody but he might be deaf mm -hmm. um does he still eat all your stuff okay so chunks kristen would let chunks like run around the house and one day i came home and there was like 
bite marks taken out of the trim at, like, at the top of the stairs. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, do we have, like, bugs or, like, what? There are animals running around here. I find out Kristen's been letting, like, chunks run around for, like, an hour or two, like, unsupervised upstairs. <laughs> and he's just been, like, tearing apart the house bite by bite. And um, then I said, I'm like, Trunks is no longer allowed to be unsupervised in the house unless he's in his cage. <laughs> he's fucking up the trim. Yeah, exactly. Well, he literally is biting our house apart. And yeah, I, right, I, I think that's a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> I think I showed up to your house like two hours early for a pay-per-view once. And uh, you guys were obviously still just like doing normal things. And Kristen's like, you can... Uh, Hang out with Chunks for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the bond uh, really started. And I, don't, I don't think it stopped. I think it's still there. Wrestling bonds everyone, man or beast. So, you know, pay-per-views will always bond everyone. But didn't you have a pet that you needed to wear a glove to handle? So the glove was more encouraged. Uh, referring to my, my hedgehog, Roxanne. Uh, Roxy for shorts. Um, yeah, it's, if she would get scared, then, you know, that would get a little prickly. So you want to make sure you're holding gloves. But, uh, but most of the time, you know, it's more just like holding a big ball of, uh, of toothpicks. So, you know, nothing you need gloves for. No, but it, it's, it's preferred. Um, okay. So both of the Steves moved to LA at almost the same time, like, unintentionally, but live like 20 minutes apart. Um, and when Onion Boy first got out there, he didn't know anybody, obviously. So we tried to set him up with PJ's brother, Peter. And, <laughs> and then he went out with the cousins, uh, James and Pat, uh, Onion Boy. Do you remember that night? I remember the night, but to, before we get into this, I still need a grasp of PJ's family tree. At oh. this point, I just kind of assume everybody in Ray's world is all from the same family, and then there's Ray. Okay, so <laughs> so on the PJ sort of side, it, it, it kind of is true. Um, producer Pete, a.k.a. Peter, is PJ's brother. And the producer for this podcast. <laughs> Correct. That's where he got the name Producer Pete. Um, and then James and Pat are their cousins. So they are related by blood. They are cousins. Um, so technically, you're right. It is a family tree. It is not a friendship tree. If that Does that help at all? I think so. I think there was another sister there. Someone's Hope? Sister was, there, was it Hope? No, it wasn't Hope. Delia? Was it Min, Min or Maddie? Maddie. It, those, that's PJ's sister. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know Hope and Dee. You guys have met her before. That's James and Pat's sister. The problem is there's too many. Like everyone has like four kids, so there's a million in each family to begin with. So I, I get your confusion. We actually had a lot of people asking me how Patrick was related to PJ when we had him on episode three, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure we mentioned it like a hundred times. Yeah, I think that, we covered it pretty well. That he was his dad. So. Yeah, I don't get where that confusion was, but I get yours. Um, do you remember the night, the one-and-done night from you? Uh, I mean, we just kind of went over and hung out, but the highlight of the night was actually Cav was there. Okay. And that might be why the night happened like it did. It ended up with 
long story short, Peter Barefoot in a bar playing Purple Rain on a guitar that was being used by the band that was playing <laughs> Do you know who the guitarist of that band was? No. Gunner yeah. Stahl. Yeah, that was likely at Shark's Cove. Yeah, that's Scott wow. White, the guy who plays Gunner Stahl. So we're going to get producer Pete on to tell that whole story, but I don't want to spoil anything, but I do know that he um, enjoys taking his shoes off at Shark's Cove because when you get home, you that, take your shoes off. That's what you off. do. You take your shoes off when yeah. you get home. So so that's why he was barefoot in that bar, because he was home. That was, it was a shock factor. <laughs> I mean, I applaud I applaud him just going for it. I mean, he's on paper. Definitely yeah. a power move. Yeah, and, and <laughs> being barefoot is weird until you get on stage and play with the band, and then people are like, oh, he's just a musician. Like, they're just weird like that. Yeah, he's just playing Purple Rain with no shoes. It's fine. No big deal. What's it right after Prince died, or am I looping all my last? Years. No, he, he's been playing Purple Rain for a long time by himself no, with other people, but yeah. you know, yeah, so that, that had nothing to do with Prince dying. If anything, it may have just been a bonus. <laughs> but well, do you want to? It was definitely something I will always remember. <laughs> never forget. <Go> that. <laughs> okay, speaking of never forgetting, do you remember our, like, Ray and Steve's uh, day of fun? <laughs> Oh, the greatest day ever that didn't involve alcohol? Correct. That's something that will never be surpassed by two men ever. Well, yeah, two um, men who are yeah, like 28 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so, why don't, do you want to go over it, or do you want me to handle this, or what? I mean, you could handle it. It was initially your idea, because you had Six Flags season passes. Well, Chris and I did. more normal people I've ever met that actually had well, the only reason we have them is uh, Kristen's mom gets them for her uh, grandkids and stuff. So Kristen's nephews and niece. And she just gets, like, the whole family pack. And then she, like, lumped me in and stuff so, like, everybody could go together. Um, we don't – we're not big uh, Six Flags people on our own. But we will go if a pass is provided to us. Big Six Flags guy. Well, the problem is, is, like, when we get to Six Flags, I'm like an animal. Like, Suede was there. <laughs> we like to break in and, you know, go on as many rides as we can. And, like, I don't care if we have to bump kids out of the way or, like, cut people off or whatever. Like, I'm not showing any respect for anyone younger than me. And then I'm not showing any respect for anyone too much older than me, which covers, like, 90% of the customers at Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Six Flags with you before. That's very accurate. Oh, yeah. I actually used, you had me use Kristen's season pass, which I believe had her picture on it. It, it did have her picture on it, and I was, like, bullying you to use it. And Alleg then, allegedly. Yeah, and then, like, freaking out. And then, like, bullying the 16-year-old kid who was working the gate to, like, let you in. I'm like, cover it up with your thumb and, like, make sure it doesn't scan and then just, like, show it to him real quick and I'll push you in. And you're like, I don't think it's going to work. I'm like, the 16-year-old high school kid. Doesn't not, care. Yeah, he's not going to stop you. So I'm not used to, like, using fake IDs. The fall is, like, a big thing because, you know, you only go to bars, but, like, my college kind of campus activity, so I was sweating bullets using Christian six. <laughs> to 
get into, to get into Six, six flags. flags. The Gurney Police uh, Department was not taking you to jail because you snuck in using <laughs> someone else's pass. Kristen was worried about it getting yeah. taken away. I'm like, I'll just take it away from the guy who took it away. Like, I don't get what the big deal is. It's fucking Six Flags. It's not Fort Knox. We're going. Security would be uh, pretty low there. Yeah. And um, so speaking of being an animal, the first thing we did when we got there was go to the bumper cars. And do you remember, like, we wrecked the shit out of every single person there. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I can't remember the last time I did bumper cars at a non-adult, grown man, adult weight. Oh my god! I didn't know weight was a factor. <laughs> 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 bumper, these bumper cars can haul ass. I don't know and okay, so I thought the same thing. I had never been on bumper cars like as an adult, and we got in, and I think we like bumped into each other, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, we like we both looked at each other like. This is what we can do. Well, it was like power. It was like you and I versus the entire bus of school kids, and we made sure to hit everyone. There was some like mom there, like having fun bumping her kids, and I remember like t-boning her from the side, and she had like a yard sale in the middle of the bumper car like arena. You guys really showed them, huh? Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> they never forgot. I'm sure kids still have bruises from that day. Like, remember when ago. those men ganged up on us <laughs> at bumper cars? There's some kids still in therapy because of uh, Onion Boy and I. <laughs> some kid who can't drive now. I, I was doing, I would do big circles around the entire pit and then focus on someone <laughs> and then cut in and just ram him. And I ran this kid, he had to be like 10 or something. And his car, his car tipped like up. <laughs> and his like body went flying and he yeah, there were two types of kids. The kids who were like jacked up to get hit, and then the other kids who were like, "Oh my god, I'm never going on bumper cars again." Because two like 190 pound men were going. I would go like I wouldn't circle, but I would definitely go to the end and come back like full speed. And then when you're about to hit someone, you give it that like little thrust. And it really makes a difference when you're trying to knock off, like, 80-pound kids. Yeah, I hit these these two young girls were in a bumper car together. And <laughs> when I made my cut in, there was no one else to hit with them. And they both looked at me with fright and almost, like, tears starting. And then I started to question what I was doing. But then I found a new victim, and I just went... Then you victory. looked over and saw me dying <laughs> laughing and then just continued on... Uh, okay, so what then the the next step on our day of fun was we went to my mom's house because we decided that we were going to Exotica, and that's with three X's, which is one of the adult entertainment conventions that they were hosting in Rosemont. Uh, so we stopped at my mom's house to print off tickets because we didn't want to go back into the city to like print tickets and they were cheaper if you got them online or something. Um, so Onion Boy always talks about how like <laughs> nervous he was because we went to my mom's house and I like went to go upstairs to use the bathroom. No, and he... you're missing part of the story. Okay, tell me. Do you know why? So 
after six, this is part of what makes the day so great. That his flag went to the steak and shake in the drink. <laughs> and so we sat there and just like crushed burgers and milkshakes. And if anybody knows Ray, I think you talked about this in the last episode. Yeah. What happens when Ray enjoys a dessert item can <laughs> often lead to Ray missing for a period of time. So I, yeah, I have to make a road after, stop. So when we went to his mom's house, after driving all these, by all these billboards, we finally were like, let's just do it. And it was Ray's idea just to cover my butt. Uh, <laughs> Ray, Ray knew everybody at this event. I knew a handful. But so we go to Chris tickets at Ray's house. He goes, I'm going to go upstairs for a minute. And he never told me if anybody else was home. He just left me in this room <laughs> with his dog. And... Ray vanished upstairs, and I could hear someone in the living room, but I didn't know if they knew I was there, and I'd never met Ray's family before, so I didn't want to start wandering his house. No, okay, my mom was not in... over the head with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was not in the living room. My mom was upstairs. She was sick, so she was, like, taking a nap, and I knew she wasn't going to come down, and went to the bathroom, and then you're like, oh my god, I think someone's in the other room. I'm like, I just passed the other room. No one's in there. I'm like, my mom's upstairs. And just like, well, what if she came down? I'm like, well, she didn't, so let's go. Oh, no, it's fine. We're just here to print tickets for the porn convention we're going to. We'll be out of here soon. That was something that I would have killed to see if that conversation had happened, just to hear what goes on with <laughs> that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so we get to Exotica, which if you ever have the chance, they come every year. The people watching at Exotica is the best of any event I've ever seen. It blows people watching in Vegas out of the water. Like, from the minute you walk in, like, we always get there when it opens because it gets, like, really sketchy, like, if you're there later at night. So we get there at, like, 5 o'clock or whatever it opens, and just seeing the people in line. I mean, there are guys in, like, costumes. There are guys in, like, dress clothes. There are guys in the opposite of dress clothes. They There are just maniacs left and right, and I don't... It's the perfect storm for people watching. So were you there mainly for the people watching? The or? I think the first time we went, we're like, oh, this will be kind of fun. And so we went and we're like, yeah, you know, like the best part of it is the people watching. And then we get so amped up when we go every year that like I, I'm like crying laughing the entire time we're walking through that place. I don't know about you, Onion Boy. No, it's very true. It's like you, I mean, we wore wrestling shirts there. And we weren't the weirdest people. Tongue in cheek, because we're like, oh, we're just gonna look like two goofy guys. <laughs> we were the coolest guys there by far. It wasn't even close. Like, yeah, not even a joke. I mean, we had one entertainer uh, literally tell us, "Don't walk away yet." just pretend to talk to me for a little bit because you're normal. <laughs> Which is like the most uncomfortable thing you can do because we're just kind of like, uh, and you like look around and you're like, oh my God, I think I know who she's talking about. Because there are people there who like bring these girls like gifts. They're like, oh, They're I like made... Low-key stalkers. 
yeah, like, I made this, like, homemade shirt for you, blah, blah, blah. It has both of our names on it. And they're like, oh, ha, 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 thank you. I'm imagining, like, a lot of neckbeards and fedoras. Oh, yes. And, <laughs> like, they also do, like, there are people who are like, oh, I brought you, like, this specific kind of Red Bull because you said one time four years ago that it's your favorite flavor. So here's ten of them. <laughs> or, like, here's a candy bar that you said that you liked one time. Yeah, it's, in some, like, random Japanese magazine or something. <laughs> it's some interview that never was published it yeah. was just like a behind the scenes print or something yeah, i found this uh, on the internet yeah exactly real deep googlers well the best weirdo we see there because we were wearing wrestling shirts and suede i know you remember this um we <clears throat> ran there was some guy who like walked up he walked up to us and um he just like he looked like the mad magazine guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did have that like face and he walked up to us and he was wearing like a button up flannel shirt or whatever. And he just like stops in front of us and like holds his hand out like to stop. And we're like, okay. And start slowly unbuttoning his shirt one at a time. And we're like, what? And I literally, I'm like, what are you doing? And he just puts up one finger, like telling me to wait and then keeps unbuttoning. And then at a certain point I see like, it's a wrestling logo and I'm not sure what it is until he unbuttons his shirt entirely to show us his undershirt, which was an AJ Lee. She's one of the women superstars who's married to CM Punk who no longer, neither of them wrestle anymore. Um, and he's showing us his AJ Lee shirt and we're like, Oh, Cool, man. Like, had he not done that whole production to get us to stop and not say a word while he's undressing in front of us? <laughs> I don't think he, he never said a word either. Oh, he, he just puts the finger up. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, had he mentioned, like, oh, hang on, I got to show you guys something, I'd be like, okay, well, this is weird, but not as weird as if he was silently undressing himself. <laughs> and then he tells us, like, oh, yeah, I'm a big AJ Lee fan, blah, blah, blah. Um, I ran into her and CM Punk when they were getting their marriage license outside the courthouse, and I went to talk to them, and she was really nice, but he was kind of a dick, and we're like... Yeah, no shit. They just got married. Were you wearing your AJ Lee shirt? <laughs> yeah, well, like, they just got married, and I'm sure you were stalking them, so, like, it wasn't like he came upon them by chance. And, yeah, no shit, he was a dick to you. I want to be a dick to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not weird and creepy at all. Be like, hey, how was the wedding ceremony? Like, wait, what? How do you know that? Yeah. So then there are creepy, like, single guys there, but there are also creepy couples there i feel like that might yeah. even be worse it is it, it is worse because there's two of them and like they <laughs> and found they're both a place, deranged yeah and they found a place amongst each other to where they think they're normal and the, the couples do the same thing that like the single guys do like they bring gifts to these girls or they ask them like really weird questions like what are you doing later blah 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 um and, like, there are two types of girls in the couples. The girls who are, like, 100% all in, like, behind this type of thing. And are like, oh, don't forget this. She likes this. Or don't forget that. Whatever. And then there's the other girl who is just kind of like, what am I doing here? Like, I feel so uncomfortable. He tricked me. He said, I thought this was an exotic car event. Yeah. He said we were going to Gibson's for dinner. He didn't say we were stopping at the <laughs> porn convention on the way. Well, you know, it's a oh, give and take. Yeah. Speaking of car event, PJ, the free t-shirts <laughs> that they give you when you come 
They say, I went to the car show. Just kidding. I went to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually a pretty good shirt because it says, like, I went to the car show in giant print. And then in, like, parentheses and really small print, it says, just kidding. I went to Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that shirt was always a hit at the job sites whenever I would wear that to work. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, no surprise that the blue-collar guys were into Hey, I got the same shirt, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I went home. uh, My last visit home, I had to clean out some stuff because my parents are moving soon. And I came across that shirt. (laughs) And I was like, this shouldn't be outside of my possession. (laughs) 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 I threw it in the garbage. I had to say goodbye to it. Um, I think I might still have it, or I donated it to Goodwill, so there could be a lucky uh, IHIPW fan out there who could probably scoop it up at Goodwill for like three bucks. Probably less. Yeah. Um, but our day of fun did not stop at Exotica. Where did we go for dinner? I guess. Are you mixing up two stories? Ooh. Um, I thought we did, but I've been to Olive Garden. You mentioned, you mentioned this on the dreaded Google. <laughs> there would have been no problem. With yeah. Does Yahoo have docs? No, they don't. They have notes. <laughs> no, I've heard of My phone ways. has they, notes. I, so I was on my Yahoo mail yesterday, and I was curious to see if they had a doc thing. And all I could find was a notepad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did all go to Olive Garden pre- Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's what I'm confusing it with. Is that when um, I found out neither of you guys are PH Steves, and one of you one of you prefers to be Steven and the other one prefers Steve. You gotta embrace the end. Okay, yeah, so, no, I'm, I'm so, so Hala is E only, and Onion Boy yeah. is all about the N in Steven. You know how many N's or an onion? <laughs> 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 you can't spell onion Steve without an N. <laughs> um, so was that when they were... Um, they were giving out Cavs butt sticks. That's what he calls their breadsticks, which is like the <laughs> best nickname for their breadsticks. Because hey, let me get some of those butt sticks. Yeah, I mean, like when you eat enough of them, they just come directly out of your butt. Like you might as well be eating them in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, they're all greased up with that butter, ready to just slide right out. That was the Olive Garden visit where you guys took Ray took out a softball bat out of his car, and we were just in the Olive Garden parking lot. Hitting dingers? <laughs> well, yeah, I think because we got there and they were like, oh, yeah, it's like an hour wait. And we're like, well, we don't have anywhere else to be. So <laughs> why don't we kill some time in the parking lot? Quick pickup game in the parking right lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that. Take a look at my cut real quick. Yeah, how's my form looking here? Thinking about going oppo this year. What do you think? Um, speaking of weird things that we do, uh, Mr. Hala, uh, you are a big fan yes. still of Pokemon Go. Uh, that's very correct. Uh, Scuba Steve, if uh, there's any trainers out there that <laughs> want to add me as a friend. 
<laughs> you have to let me know if anybody adds you. Yeah. Scuba Steve on Pokemon Go. Hit him it's up. Three, it's three U's and three E's. Uh, Scuba Steve regular was was taken already. So is that S T E V E E E? That is correct. So okay. Yeah, four E's. Keep, keep <laughs> a scholar over there. I like it. Um, I just didn't know where the three E's went. If it was a, a, the first E or the Mix second and match. E. I'm not just a crazy person. I just, want, I just wanted to clarify <laughs> so our fans could add you on Pokemon Go. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a level 39 uh, and uh, very, very close to level 40. So give me a couple more months and. Uh, You'll have to call in. You'll have to call in when you make it to celebrate. Yeah. So, um, you and your fiance, congratulations, by the way. Um, both play, both play Pokemon Go. Yeah, honestly, it's you know, tell the truth, it's definitely a pretty big part of uh, our relationship. You know, whenever we are outside walking, it is uh, something that we're both staring at. Do you guys battle each other, or are you guys like on the same team? Interesting you ask. We are slowly rolling out person-to-person battling. But, uh, but no, usually we partake in, uh, they're called raids, where a bunch of Pokemon trainers will, will try and take down a, uh, you know, some big computer one. Uh, Onion Boy actually accompanied us <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> for one of those one time. I don't think he enjoyed it as much as uh, <laughs> we did, but it's one of It was a complete setup. <laughs> what do they like loop you in like hey we need your help we need you to help move some boxes are you the bait <laughs> uh, I, I was in LA alone this weekend so I went over to Steve and his fiance's and we went out and I stayed the night because LA Uber is a little pricey and a little faster to just leave in the morning sleepover we weren't feeling too hot so they're, the two of them were like let's go for a walk and get breakfast like, yeah oh, a walk no, it's pretty nice Fault. Trap. It was just to play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's the old switcheroo. Went to some vacant parking lot, and there's like two other random strangers standing there, and I'm like, oh, what is happening right now? <laughs> and they're all, it was like being at like a junior high dance. Everyone's just like waiting around, standing in. It's like, true, yeah. You're not sure if you want to talk to the <laughs> You can at least talk to each other. You don't even talk oh, to them. Yeah. I did a raid uh, a couple days ago, and it was one of those classic ones. This was a you know pretty exclusive one, an X raid, if you will. Um, Whoa! An and X-ray? we definitely had Whoa. someone show up uh, with the box. Triple X raid. <laughs> so uh, you know, people are still uh, buying phones just to play Pokemon Go. So that's um, unbelievable. Um, I I don't go that far. I that stick with one. Phone. Seems excessive. Yeah, it seems just yeah. a little intense. I agree. Um, so people, DJ, have you guys actually watched a, a raid happen? No. no. Um, I've heard about when people, um, so I played Pokemon Go when it first came out and, um, I would do it like you have to like move around to collect items and stuff that you need. And I would do it in the car. Um, cause you could like check in as you were flying by. Um, so you just like click it and whatever, no big deal. And then they put on, like, if you were going over like X miles an hour, you couldn't play the game. <laughs> so that's when I stopped. But I remember that was also the time when, um, like criminals were putting out like lures to lure Pokemon Go people to their area <laughs> and then mugging them. <laughs> the old bait yeah, and switch. Days, uh, 
dark days of Pokemon Go. I had a few too many uh, car accidents. <laughs> <laughs> a black eye on the Pokemon Go face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's much better now. Much better now. Does your mom? But it's just dead. It's dead silence of people tapping their phones, all standing awkwardly far apart from each other. It's a very interesting sight. You gotta, you know, you gotta feel it out. Sometimes, you know, you, you make eye contact. You're like, okay, I, I can talk to this person. They're, they're, they're not an extreme weirdo. Um, although I've been playing this game for two years, not that I can talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's also, uh, then there's times where you, you can tell you're both doing the same thing, and like, yeah, it's probably better that I keep my distance and just tap my phone uh, in silence. <laughs> It seems like that's where everyone lands at those things. I've I've run into a Pokemon Go field before. I was I didn't it was like I was fishing in Kenosha and then I like came off the dock and it was like twelve thirty or one at at night and I was like I walked outside or like walked off the pier and there was just like this big field and there was like fucking fifty people just standing around staring at their phones. I was like, what in the fuck is going on here? Is this a cult? Am I gonna get jumped? Yeah. Well, TJ, you're probably buying some nice water Pokemon over there, so you know, that's, that's valuable. Oh. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. You should Airbnb out your house to Pokemon Go people so they can spend the night and collect all the water Pokemon. <laughs> does your mom play Wait, Pokemon Go? Separate them. Well, if it's by water, then there's going to be water Pokemon. Like LA, it's a it's a desert, so there's you know the fire Pokemon. I feel like this is definitely more Pokemon Go content. Than <laughs> really need. But uh, happy that so we've been finding that like the content doesn't matter as long as it's funny. Um, people made it through us talking about like the first Crown Jewel wrestling pay per view and stuff, and you know it doesn't matter. Hey, what... that was a hot topic, all right? <laughs> oh, yeah. should, we, should we run that back? <laughs> yeah, it's very polarizing. Uh, as long as people, as long as you can make it funny, people don't mind. <laughs> At least I think we'll get some feedback yeah. back on this one. Um, but that's not the only game you play against little kids. You have your Nintendo Switch that when you get Correct. flown around the uh, country for work, you play against them online on planes. You can. I mean, that's a rarity. you got to get lucky that, that someone else is uh, also playing Mario Kart and then, and then uh, and then you can kind of kind of sync up with them. You know, when you're when you're walking down the aisles, if you see a, see an eight or nine year old uh, holding a switch, then uh, you know, without being too creepy, you say, "Hey, playing some Mario Kart thing." Hey, buddy, want to play with me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I'm definitely a loyal loyal Nintendoist. Uh, you know, Smash Brothers came out yesterday, so uh, anyone's playing that, you know where to find me. <laughs> I am I'm a, I am jealous of the Smash. Brothers. Steve, can you tell, or holla, excuse me, um, <laughs> can you tell that quick story of when, was it when we were flying to New Orleans and the flight attendant kept yelling at you to turn your uh, oh, Nintendo <laughs> DS off, but it kept it on? Yeah, I didn't even have, like, sound on. After, this is after uh, a bachelor party, so the last thing I want to do is interact with people that, you know, <laughs> are not uh, in the seat next to me that I'm friends with. But uh, yeah, the flight attendant kept telling me to turn sound on, and I've had my sound off the whole time. And there's like obviously some kid behind me playing like Angry Birds with their sound on full blast or something. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, maybe I just looked a little more uh, accessible to talk to random people. But, uh, <laughs> well, she wanted to yell at you and hope the kid listened. Like, turn, sure, turn your sound off. And you know, 
Holler's like, when he just kind of shakes his head, look. He kept calling him like four times. Does your, uh, Holla, does your mom play Pokemon Go or no? Uh, my mom is, is uh, bless her heart, she's, she's, she's just getting used to using a smartphone. Um, so uh, she's definitely not uh, playing Pokemon Go yet. But uh, she's fallen to the same trap as Swade, where uh, I'll be home uh, staying at my parents' house. I'll be like, oh, you know, it's a nice day. We should uh, all go out for a walk. <laughs> and then uh, as soon as we get out there, I, I pull it up and I'm just, uh, you know, swiping, swiping away. Hang on, we, we have to stop for 20 minutes because some I have to catch these Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we watch this random place three and a half blocks away where there's uh, absolutely nothing around there? All right, cool. <laughs> so your mom and I are Instagram friends, and she is, like, my favorite follower of all time. Like, I'm, she is my favorite. <laughs> I am every time she likes one of my posts, it like makes me smile. I it makes me very happy. Oh, when when uh when I was at home, um, going to cousin Ray Ray's wedding, my mom, <laughs> uh, she was like, "You got invited? Like, are <laughs> there gonna be celebrities there? Like, who's gonna be there? You gotta take pictures." Yeah, it's kind of a big um, deal, so, mom. You're like, mom, I mean, mom, I I am a celebrity at this wedding. Everybody knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I mean, they could probably assume, like, what your name is, but um, they definitely only know you as Cousin Ray Ray. So. Well, I only know her as, I don't know if you want me to say her name, her handle, but... It's fine. I don't think she's getting many ads, so... <laughs> <laughs> she might yeah. get some followers. Yeah. Um, well, what? I, I bet, you know, everybody wins there. Let's give her a proper shout-out, then. What is it? Is it S.K. Evanston? It's Skevinston, yeah. Skevinston. Exactly. So, okay. uh... I don't know if, you know, the area where, where we grew up, it's it's uh, right by where you would live in Skokie, but go to Evanston High School. Okay. Um, so some pretty clever uh, middle schoolers dubbed it Skevinston. And she's the only one with that handle. Hey, uh, you know, she's an early adapter. What, what can I say? Ahead of the Instagram curve. Um it's Skevinston with three U's. And- <laughs> <laughs> Scuba Skevinston. There's a dollar sign. For- <laughs> um, but so you didn't you didn't go to Evanston High School. You went to Loyola Academy. You were a Rambler. No, they're not the Ramblers. What are, yeah. are they the Ramblers? Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, so you're our third Loyola Academy graduate. Uh, we had Patrick PJ's dad who went there a long time ago, and then we had Hope on last week who went there not so long ago, and then you who went there like a couple years before her. Hey, you know some 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 good times at, at the academy. I, I can't lie. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that definitely introduced me to because um, Skokie Evans is not necessarily like North Shore, or so so being a good introduction to the to the North Shore life. South side of the North Shore. Exactly. Um, so I want to skip ahead a little bit because I know you're short on time because you and your future in-laws are going to Santa Barbara, which is the home of Psych, which is the origination of the name of the podcast. I've heard it both ways. Um, but can you tell us when you were living in Chicago off of uh, the Polina stop and you met your upstairs neighbor? Sure. I mean... I'm, I'm not someone, you know, it's your apartment, you know, your rules, you can do whatever you want, but uh, I hate to hate to be that guy, but <laughs> this dude above me was definitely blasting, like, movies and music 
like so vividly I knew exactly what they were. Um, and it happened like every single day. And, and one day um, I could tell he was blasting draft day. Um, I don't know anyone, anyone else that knows me out there. They know I'm a big draft day fan. So who isn't? Um, so I, I, I'm like, oh, I got to do it. Uh, I, I walk upstairs. I knock on this guy's door. Um, he opens the door. First thing I see is, he has a tattoo on each of his knuckles. Uh, so it's like F-E-A-R. So uh, immediately I'm like, hey, this guy's got a finger tattooed on his knuckles. Probably already made a mistake. Um, I heard you watched draft day. I was wondering if you had room for one more. <laughs> I was like, hey, once the movie finishes, so, you know, I don't want to be left hanging. Um, but yeah, I'm like, you know, just, just seeing uh, you, you're thinking maybe... Uh, and keeping the volume a little bit down, uh, maybe once uh, you know Kevin Costner uh, gets his picks back, and uh, once he drafts Monte Mack, no matter what. Exactly, but um, first he's like super confrontational, and then like thirty seconds later, he's kind of like wanting to be my best friend. He's like, "Oh yeah, of course. Like I didn't know it was loud. Like let me go to your apartment and I'll uh, see how loud it is." And I was like, oh, "I don't know if we need to <laughs> bring you to my apartment." Um, <laughs> But uh, he's like, here's my phone number. Like, definitely call me uh, if anything happens. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, so he does, he does, he does turn it down and stuff. So that's cool. But he proceeds to call me like three more times that night, just like apologizing, wanting to hang out. So uh, anyway, I I, I I do a little research on this guy, and uh, turns out he. Uh, <laughs> Well, he told me he was a chef down the street, like an executive chef at like his own restaurant. And I'm like, okay, there's no way that's true. Yeah. I look it up, and it's it's kind of true. <laughs> uh, there was a restaurant um, called Bistro Dre, and his name was Andre. So, like, it, it it's got to be his restaurant. It's his family's restaurant. Yeah, his mom is apparently super crazy. The first thing I do when I Google like Bistro Dre and Chef Andre is I find all these articles about where he quit a job and then his mom took a van and he she like held a poster that said like this restaurant won't pay my son for the like, hours that he worked <laughs> like that. Oh this family seems like kind of nuts. Um, and then we look up Disco Dre and the uh, first thing that comes up is there's a cell phone video of like I think it's his brother but uh, basically, like, someone working at the restaurant, either him or someone else, just berating all of the guests, telling them to get out of it, like, saying obscenities to the people's wives and everything. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, this restaurant's closed, by the way. Well, yeah. And... Um, yeah. So. But... Anyway, after that, he proceeds to, you know, we kind of have a friendship, I guess. Well, he, 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 refer... Steve. He, he would call you Mr. Steve. He wouldn't call you Steve. Yeah. He would call you Mr. in all caps, Steve. Yeah, well, that's Steve. how he introduced me. Yeah. yeah. He asked me my name, and then I was like, oh, what's your name? And he was like, he's like, well, you are Mr. Steve, and I am Mr. Andre. I'm like, all right. Yep, okay. Cool. We, can, we don't need to take this relationship any further. Yeah, let's, um, let's not do last names. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for someone with fear tattooed on their hand, you know, kind of a, you know, kind of a nice guy, just a little bit of an of an oddball. Maybe and he definitely seems the most normal of his brother and his mom, by the way, too. Yeah, because whenever he's... I would hear him, he's just yelling at his mom on the phone. <laughs> uh, 
Mom, leave me alone. <laughs> um, so you did your fiance or was it one of our other friends' wives like like set up a dinner for the girls to go? No, that was Joe. Oh yeah, <laughs> one of our friends. <laughs> Bistro Dre. Uh, my fiance's actually been there too. Apparently, people like it. It's like a French place, um, and you can get like steak frites um, with like a dessert and an app for twenty bucks or something, which I guess is pretty cheap for a three-course steak meal. Probably why they went out of business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. More about the price point than the quality, I would say. But uh, speaking of significant others, when Onion Boy over here was living with our other friend Dan, we called it, he called it the Stan because of Steve and Dan, uh, and we would go over to his to the Stan to watch Monday Night Raw all the time, and um, his girlfriend would, would make us food all the time, and I remember one time she made us these like jalapeno poppers that I ate I don't know like forty of them, mm. all, everything that ever all of, all of them that she made her cornbread and everything <laughs> uh, but it's a really simple recipe do you want it out on the podcast uh, uh, if it's a family recipe we'll keep it secret um, that's for that's the IHI yeah they're fantastic um, good times at the stand yeah, uh, the stand is where we found out about Hala's fantasy basketball spreadsheet. Um, that he was, uh, he would make a spreadsheet of like two hundred and fifty players, and all of them had like a little thing next to them, like "Ooh, good value in rounds after nine, or don't draft before round six, or whatever." How long did that spreadsheet take you, take you to do? It only takes about two hours. I mean, I I get my list of two hundred people. I read that uh, I read that you know paragraph blurb about each person, and then from there, <laughs> from there I you know put little comments like like him here. I'd love it if he fell. <laughs> yeah, you were doing the draft during Monday Night Raw, and we're watching this spreadsheet, and I'm like, you've got to see what he has written next to this guy. I cannot believe he went through. There are people like two hundred, like the guy who's listed number two hundred. You're like, ooh, good value after round ten. <laughs> <laughs> the we cliff notes. Find those guys. Yeah, but, you the, know, there's always people that are like injured one year, healthy the next, injured one year. And it's always like, ah, is he injured all year? That's why I got out of the spreadsheet. <laughs> well, tells that's, you, he's yeah, injured. That's not the other. Didn't you have a guy build an algorithm for you for daily fantasy sports? Hey, I I built the algorithm. We had a guy do. Uh, he would pull data from the internet into a database for us because that was a mystery to me um but yeah me and my buddy from business school then we did build an algorithm to use on daily fantasy and uh one season that i used it i did end up uh, making a decent amount of money um but then uh we had issues with our it guys and uh, pretty much uh, it pretty much died on the spot right there. It was the death of the fantasy empire right yeah there. we gotta we gotta get that yeah. business school guy back but you know who else didn't go to business school Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Trace McGrady, straight from the NBA, right, <laughs> right from high school, straight to the NBA. Um, Holla, did you use the Yahoo algorithm app to make? This? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I did not. 
this was an organic uh, Scuba Steve production. <laughs> um, so Onion Boy, I know one of the biggest reasons he wanted to get on this podcast is so you could bash our friend Cat Mavinog, who we're not going to use his real name. Um, do oh, you roast Yeah, do you want to take a few minutes and go over your no, issues I... with Cat Maganov? I mean, where do you start? <laughs> I know the listeners have dabbled into the cab, the cab stories the last couple episodes. Yeah, he's he's been mentioned, and we're gonna have him on um, sometime in twenty nineteen, early twenty nineteen. So, so he's one of the most legendary human beings. Of course, I mean, easily That's accurate in our in our friend group. But what's unique about Cab is actually Cab is in a group chat with me. Scuba Steve and Ray. But of late, the group chat is pretty much just me, <laughs> Scuba Steve and Ray. And Cav kind of comes out of nowhere every once. Pretty much we pinpoint it to any time the Timberwolves win, we will finally acknowledge our time. Yeah, and he'll catch up like 10 hours later and be like, oh yeah, this was funny, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, what about this? What about that? Oh, by the way, the T-Wolves are up like 20 points right now in the third quarter. So what is the name of that group text? The, the name of the group text <laughs> is Big Salami, which is always uncomfortable when I'm in public and someone sees my phone go off and it says Big Salami. New it's message like, from Big Salami. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, is that your boyfriend? Well, kind of. Uh, all three of them, yes. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, in, in uh, our Cat uh, Mavinoff defense, I do probably shoot out maybe 100 memes on uh, every day. Um, you know, uh, thanks to you guys for, for reading through all those. But, of course. Uh, if he's keep I go back. I scroll back and read everything. Oh, yeah, I, I always catch up if I'm ever gone. I can't my soul if I don't do it. I, I can't, I can't oh. not. Well, the best is, like, when you're in a meeting or something, and then you come out, and you have 80 unread text messages from Big Salami. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah, some good fresh stuff. Um, I don't know if I ever got triple digits, uh, but I definitely yeah. was in the 80s for sure. Yeah, 70s, 80s. And honestly, that's when you know the cat is actually texting. Yeah, um, that is that's how you know, because it'll rattle off a punch right away. Well, yeah, because like, we're... If it's not me, it must be someone else. We're the big three, and Cat Maganov is our um, bench player. He's like the sixth man on the roster. We'll get called up for big games. Yeah, exactly. When when he comes in, though, you know the the big salami thread is popping off. <laughs> um. <laughs> Onion Boy and Hala, you guys are in a fantasy football league where Cat Mag Mavinog is the uh, commissioner. Yeah, League Safe's uh, got to get their cut. So 
So I, you know, we used to have another friend handle the money. Uh, I've offered to handle the money, but our commissioner is dead set on uh, League Safe, which essentially just has us paying ninety six dollars uh, for uh, absolutely no reason. But <laughs> our commissioner is also put a late fee on if anyone doesn't pay in time. That was new uh, this year, wasn't it? It was this year or last year. But it, um, unless you unsubscribe, you get emails every time someone pays. So we can see, like, oh, it'll be like, oh, hey, like, Keith, hey, Mark, you know, these guys paid their league save. But, like, a couple weeks into the league, I'm like, actually, I never saw the commissioner pay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so there's still an outstanding late fee that, uh, you know, so the man we'll see who was in paid. the late fee never paid his dues. Yeah, so he's the only one in your league who hasn't paid and will have to pay the late fee when he does pay. And the convenience fee uh, <laughs> as well. Don't forget the convenience <laughs> fee. Come on. And uh, Onion Boy and I have done a little uh, detective work. We've been on Making Murder uh, a lot lately. <laughs> it's yeah. been great. On Venmo, we have seen that someone did pay a commissioner a payment with the caption of fantasy football. So we know that he accepts Venmo fantasy football payments, so, but not for our league. I'm actually involved in that league, and I can um, give you guys the answers to the uh, Venmo payments because uh, what we do in that league is we do high and low weeks. So if you hit a high week, uh, most points that week in the league, you get paid $20. And if you have the least amount of points in that league that week, um, you have to pay $20. So that was the end of the year payment for high weeks. Um, and Cav did make 20 or 40 bucks or whatever uh, this year. So he is not, I am the commissioner of that league. Um, but Detective, not- Mil- Detective Milos handles, the, he's the treasurer of the league. <laughs> so he handles all of the money. So You're shout not out, fucking with League Safe. No, yeah. Shout out to Detective Milos, who does not charge a convenience fee for all of the work he does behind the scenes. Can we borrow Milos? Yeah. Does he charge late fees, though? <laughs> I don't know. If you get him into the league, he probably will do it for free. I'm sure he would charge a convenience fee if he was doing it for a league he wasn't in. So you might be in the same boat that you're in right now. Um, but I know Onion Boy uh, wanted to give Cav a thank you gift for something he did. Cause... Okay, so here's the latest fun Cav story. So like a while back, I'm a big fan of the Major League movies. I don't know. Um, there are some people out there that haven't seen them. Like our friend Joe, who loves baseball but for some reason has never seen major league which is a and great movie so like it's I get, a shame i get home one day and there's a package for me outside the door that says to onion boy at my address <laughs> and i'm like what is this and i open it and it's a joe boo bobblehead <laughs> if anyone sees major league it's joe boo is like the little the little god the there. voodoo god uh serrano prays to for doing better in baseball and just in life in general and so now i have this little man little man with cigar bobblehead <laughs> so i i figured out who it was pretty immediately that was cab so in the back of my head for last year i'm like i gotta owe cab something so cab loves dr gruel if anyone's ever seen it so i found and he's always complaining he doesn't have any shirts aside from chicago cubs shirts apparently <laughs> they attract weirdos with all the traveling he does so put two and two together, I got him a Steve Brule, uh t-shirt, and so I sent it to him. 
and it said it should show up in about a week. So three weeks go by, <laughs> I haven't heard anything, and I'm like, he has to know it's from me, just kind of, because I put, uh, when I put Father Cavanaugh is who I addressed it to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I text him, like, dude, have you gotten anything from me? And all I get is, oh, I haven't checked my mail in a while. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you were doing. I'm like, you're sitting with your girlfriend on your couch drinking tiny eight ounce beers and you freaked out and were like, how did you know that? And I'm like, well, we hacked your Xbox so we can see you. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and you were freaking out for about five minutes until you're like, you texted me separately and you're like, no, seriously, did you really hack my Xbox? How do you know what I'm doing right now? And I'm like, hey, you idiot, your girlfriend posted a picture on Instagram of you two drinking like these eight ounce beers from this brewery that I mentioned by name. And that's how I know I cannot <laughs> hack your Xbox. So you are safe. You can plug it back in again. <laughs> You know, I'm a man who enjoys my privacy, hence Onion Boy. And so. you enjoy your fort, your Fortnite, which is also on Xbox, which we wanted to well, thank you right now because it's early in California, which is where you both live right now. And I know you like to wake up a little earlier than your girlfriend so you can log into Fortnite and get a few hours of gaming in before she wakes up. Saturday morning Fortnite, because <laughs> all the guys that are good aren't up yet, so I don't actually... 
get killed every time. <laughs> <laughs> or they're up and they're just watching the Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, all right, so <laughs> <laughs> a lot for it being a kids game, but then all oh, these Pokemon raids I hear of, there's no children at these Pokemon raids. So I'm just gonna say that right now. So, okay, so Saturday morning. Enough, where there's a, there is a decent ratio of adults to children. <laughs> it's funnier with the children when they're mic'd up because you hear their parents yelling at them in the background. But it's just a fun game. And you know what? It's free. I've never given a cent. And I've gotten hundreds, thousands of dollars <laughs> Um, but it's like specifically for kids because it's free and that's how they like lure all the only people who pay for that game are kids like they buy the their parents yeah well their parents <laughs> pay for like the outfits that they get to like ride around in and stuff and it's like essentially the kids bop of video games because you play no, against they were pretty they were pretty good chokehold on the college demographic too they, <laughs> I think you're generalizing a little too much right? well are college kids kids or college people kids because I think they might still be kids. Um, but, Young adult. Yeah, so Kristen's nephew, who is, well, I guess my nephew, is like four years old and he, so his older brother like sets him up to play Fortnite. He gives him the headset, which isn't plugged in and he gives him the controller and he just runs around in the game and gets killed like every three seconds and he doesn't have a grasp on like, when he gets killed, he thinks he's killing other people in the game. So he's like talking shit in the mic that's not plugged into anything. It's like, oh, I just killed you, blah, blah, blah. I'm so good at Fort Wolf. He calls it Fork Knife. Uh, I'm so good at Fork Knife. And um, he, while he's getting killed like 30 times a game. So we did the same when our buddy Tristan came up to visit us. Tristan <laughs> doesn't really play these new games. And he's like, let me give this thing a shot. And so, <laughs> if you met Tristan, it's just funny to watch him play Fortnite. Um, so, his little character drops, and all he does is run in a straight line, <laughs> and he makes it, uh, he was number 10 out of 100 guys. He just ran across the middle of the map. And, <laughs> and no one Not killed him. No so funny. I don't know why. Bold strategy, Cotton. Well, what about when you guys went and not related to fork, fork knife at all, but I guess you could use a fork and knife at this restaurant. When you guys went to Cheesy's late night to get a few uh, drinks? Uh, we don't like to, I don't like to relive that. that memory. Uh, that was pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's a late night place in, uh, in Chicago. They have a few, they have a few locations. Um, not the highest of quality. I think uh, Onion Boy did point out to me once that they were just hanging out as we do. And now we're having. We ordered four drinks. Are we having sound difficulties? Right, can you guys hear us? Can you? Uh, we can hear you. We can... The audio cut. The audio cut out. It stopped recording for a second, so we're we're back recording again now. I don't know what happened with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Never get full. So okay. <laughs> it's a wild ride. Long story short, Cheesy's doesn't necessarily believe in last call. They go immediately from uh, we'll serve you drinks to give us our drinks back. <laughs> 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 Was in the, it 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 was in the,
<laughs> they like take them off my table. They're all like full. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I you know I get into it. I, I'm usually like, uh, call me the drinks, but uh, I get into it a little bit with uh, with the cashier about about those drinks. Well, yeah, cause... also related, we tried to use a Groupon, which they would not let us use. <laughs> and I was uh, working in finance at Groupon. Uh, you know who I am. <laughs> this budget. <laughs> I'm the one who put this together, buddy. Yeah, they did not care. They took credit for it. I did get my money back for those drinks, though. So, so um, you bought drinks, they delivered them, they took them back, and then refunded you your money and would not allow you to use a Groupon, which is the company you worked for at the time. And I never got the money back that I got the bar back with, which is, you know, an atrocity because I checked for technical All right, so... um. Why don't we move into one more story from Onion Boy before we get into our top five memes and top five famous Steves of all time. Um, Onion Boy, do you want to talk about that handsome guy that you met while you were working um, who was a, quote, actor? All right, I'm going to try to go about this as generically as possible. Um, this, this is kind of, so you're dealing with like a working customer kind of, situation here so I can only be as real as allowed by customer service so this guy comes in it's like handsome taller guy he comes in he's like you and he's like are you Dan I'm like what no never mind you look like you look like my buddy's friend and I'm like cool (laughs) that was really funny he's a cameraman for porno and I'm like oh and he's like, and what's even funnier is now he's in the porno. And I'm like, what? Um, so he goes, oh, yeah. Like, oh. And then he starts me and said, like, on his phone. And I'm trying to look something up for him. And then he goes, here, look. Look how funny this is. He looks just like him. And he shows me a video of this guy I apparently look like doing his thing. <laughs> <laughs> in a video. So if I'm not uncomfortable enough. And you think this might just end right at this second. Oh, no. Uh, he then goes, you know, I do kind of some side work with their company. I'm like, just, I can't just say stop talking to me. So he just keeps going. He's like, you know, I do like customer review, customer feedback. Kind of like, what's it called? Like a focus group, I guess you would say. <laughs> but uh, he likes to run his focus group individually. Um, he's like, yeah, you come over to my place. You know, you watch the new video that's coming out. I'll be in the other room. Don't worry. When, you know, when you're done watching it, you just give me your, your feedback. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, cool. This, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's not, I don't think I'm going to do that. He's like, oh, it's all good. It's all good. And so because it's a business opportunity, I kind of have to keep interacting with him. So to extend the conversation, I mentioned how we went to Exotica. <laughs> Oh, Obviously, like, bad oh, idea. Oh, I go to the one in Vegas every year with my group. Oh, it's really fun. You know, we get these hotel rooms that's filled with these people. And, you know, you just go in there as long as you're HIV. Don't have HIV. You get to go into the orgy room. Oh my <laughs> like, god. oh my god. How do yeah, how do they check that thing. though? <laughs> Do they do they just like ask you at the at the door like hey hey do you have HIV or like, oh no I'm good man all right cool get in here there's some guy with a needle waiting to I'm check sure you we, I'm sure if we follow through he um would 
of let us know. But he's like, yeah, reach out to me, man. I'll get you guys on the list. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I'll be sure to do that right away. Don't worry. So just when you think this guy's just like straight up beard, whatever, he's like, oh, and by the way, you know, I also do like musicals. I'm in the Lion King musical at Disneyland. I play Rafiki. (laughs) And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, here's my card. He gives me his card. And he goes, hit me up. I'll get you and your girl some free tickets to go to Disneyland. And I get home. And so, I mean, I immediately pulled this guy up. Everything he said was absolutely true. He was on the cast. He was Rafiki in the Lion King musical with a side light and porno <laughs> focused person. <laughs> yeah, so that was something that, like, we're not going to be able to post his business card, but I still have the picture you sent me of it. And we went to that guy's website, and he has, like, videos of him in the Lion King playing Rafiki and, like, all of his <laughs> other works he's done in no-name, like, it's been like all stuff. over TV. He's a nice guy. It was just like, it came out of nowhere. Like, that's just how you know. Don't judge a book on a cover, man. Everyone's got a secret porn, porn focus group life. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I just got my All right, so let's get into the top five, the two top five lists we have. Um, top fives of the week. <laughs> so do let's start with top five. Um, memes of all time. Your top five favorite memes. And PJ, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I, I think Just I Just give me your number five. Well, everyone will do their five, their four, three. Num- number five first. Um, I didn't really have them rated. Uh, probably number five is going to have to be Good Guy Greg. Just Ooh, a classic. Classic staying power for a meme. Yeah, classic guy. The Good Guy Greg who, uh, you know, has that little uh, roach in his mouth in the meme. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to put up pictures because we don't know how well this is going to translate to listeners who don't know memes. So we'll put up the top um, top one of everyone and the top one Steve of everyone in our picture pack of the week. Um, but I'll go with my my top, my number five meme. It's Rick from Pawn Stars, which is like a classic. Oh, yeah, that's Ooh, a classic. That's a good one. That's a good call. Yeah, so that's the one where um, someone says, ooh, you know, I've got this new TV, and he goes, oh, I have to, I got a buddy who specializes. You got a guy in, for that. Yeah, who specializes in TVs. Let me let me have him take a look for you. Um, so, Onion Boy, you want to give us your five meme? So, I actually have a tie for five, but they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> Am I allowed to do that? Can I say, like, a, have a clash between the two? It's the first one, so why not? Yeah, say your two, and then we'll vote on which one should be your number five. I have five. Hide Your Pain Herald and Bad Luck Brian. Both mass-produced memes, but they make me LOL. Bad Luck Brian, I gotta go with that one. That, that's one of, one of my faves. I don't know. I, I think I gotta go with Hide the Pain Herald. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny. Uh, okay, so uh, Scuba Steve, a.k.a. Hala, what, what's your what's your number five? Uh, first disclaimer, <laughs> I definitely look at probably probably 100 memes a day so i'm like pretty deep into like you know the new memes that cutting edge really memes. popular and then die in like a couple days so the moth um, meme basically all i'm saying is i feel like most of these memes people will not think they're funny at all but i'm gonna give them to you anyway good um number five is also a slash Big Bang Theory slash Young Sheldon meme. <laughs> the Young Sheldon meme. <laughs> the Young Sheldon ones are good. <laughs> Those will never get old to me. Oh, God. And um, number four. Oh, no. Uh, we're not doing Snake. We're not doing Snake. PJ, give oh, me your number four. Oh, okay. 
Oh, no, good. number four? Uh, number four for me is probably going to be the uh, ancient aliens guy. Ooh, with the, the big hair. Yeah, I'm classic. not saying aliens, but oh, aliens. Yeah, My number four is Conspiracy Keanu. Oh, yeah. Big conspiracy guy. I love to read up on them. I have a book of like a thousand conspiracies that is like, I laugh out loud when I'm reading them. Um, so the Conspiracy Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves meme is one of my favorites. Onion Boy, who's your number four? Number four, uh, I'm gonna go with. I can't. I'm, I can't decide between ranking three and four. So four. I originally had four as Kendrick Lamar, which that, might be a little low. That's your classic. You send the frog meme every time someone says something. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course. What's funny about it, though, like, it's, Kermit's always used, like, so seriously on Facebook. That's what makes it so funny, is just seeing people try to make, like, little social comments using the teacher. Yeah, and people, people think it's, like, groundbreaking, while everyone else who's seeing it is, like, laughing at them. So, anxious, Steve, what's your number four? Number four are the memes that are like, if the teacher doesn't show up in 15 minutes, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are classics. That was something that I don't know where it came from, but I think everyone in college like believed that was true. Yeah, which I feel like has never been like an official rule, but uh, it's just definitely an unwritten rule that students got away with. Well, and then you have the jerk teacher who's like, who says it the first day of class, like, if I'm not here within 15 minutes, you are not allowed to leave. And you're like, okay, so basically you're telling me that you're an asshole and you're going to be late almost every single day. Pete, got to follow the rule. Exactly. Pete, what's your number three? Number three? Uh, number three, I have, I'm trying to just like swing around and not copy anyone else. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with... Uh, I was thinking Serial Guy is pretty good. Or, um, probably Ten Guy. I'm going to go with Ten Guy. Ten Guy's a good one. Ten Guy's a good one. Ten Guy. It's a classic. <laughs> uh, my number three is Condescending Wonka, which was like a classic a couple years ago where he would, you know, like someone would say something and he'd be like, ooh, what you really mean? blah um i still find those funny today those never get old for me uh onion boy what's your number three number three is a single standing meme but i think it holds up very well i i don't really want to read what it says but just type in tom cruise floppy and it's just like collage <laughs> of tom cruise faces like with a really shit eating grin and it's about having <laughs> with a quote-unquote floppy. It's just very funny. Yeah, that's the that's him laughing on like that Oprah interview, laughing like a maniac. It is so yeah. good. And it's not even the the words that make me laugh. It's just that montage alone. You could just look at the picture of his faces and just laugh at every single one. Uh, you can just type Tom Cruise meme. It's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, listeners! Type in Tom Cruise meme to Google. Uh, Scuba Steve, your number three. So these memes have kind of uh, become transcendent in the last couple of years. But any meme relating to the Star Wars prequels or the original <laughs> Tobey Maguire <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, those are good. Uh, those get me uh, every single time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter what the caption is. It doesn't matter what the quote is. Uh, as long as you 
put them together, they're, they're making me laugh. Yeah, so that's one of those, like, I will laugh at any prequel, Star Wars prequel meme that anybody posts, even if it's not funny, it still makes me laugh. Yeah, if it says a fine addition to my collection, (laughs) (laughs) then uh, it doesn't matter what's being added, it's just always good. Uh, Peach, what's your number two? We're nope. getting into that. Yeah, number two. These, I mean, this one is just an absolute classic. The side eye Chloe. Oh, classic. Like, could you fucking not, girl? <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, my number two, and I think you guys are going to think it's my number one, and it might be number one on other people's list, but it's the you know I had to do it to him, kid. I knew it was coming. Yeah, oh. that, that one you guys knew. It's the guy who's in his, like, boat shoes with, like, the white shorts and, like, the light pink shirt. And oh, he's yeah. holding his hands together. And that, oh, my God, that kid makes me, I can see a picture of that kid anywhere and laugh every single time without any text around it. Uh, Onion Boy, who's your number two? What's your number two? Uh, apple Kid. The kid <laughs> making, like, the, the bitter uh, apple. It's so, so good. <laughs> I don't think he has an official name. I've always tried to find it. I don't know like, what his name is. You type in it, I'm like, I can't find it. I know what you mean. Also, for any user uh, guidelines along with listeners, I'm bad at this. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow along at home, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah there you go. Check out knowyourmeme.com. Yeah, uh, so Scuba Steve, who, who, what's your number two? My number two is uh, when it's memes then and memes now. <laughs> memes then will be like Bad Luck Brian or something. And then memes now will be like a frog saying it's soup time. Soup time. Because it's so true. It's, it's awesome. So true. Those, the, any meme where you have to say, oh, it's so true is yeah, a good meme. That's great. All right. Okay, Peach, what's your number one meme? Number one on Instagram. Number one is gotta be Spider Man memes. The pointing at each other's all of them. Just all any any Spider Man memes. They're the best. So my number one meme, uh, there's a few of them, but it I love this guy, so it makes me laugh every single time. The review bra memes, that's <laughs> the, uh, the fast food, the guy who reviews all the fast food places who always uh, wears like ill-fitting suits and everything. Has sweet hair. He has his, PG and I one time when we were first recording, I made him watch like a 10 minute video of review bra on how he does his hair every day. <laughs> and, and no, how he cuts his uh, hair. And how he cuts his own hair. Um, so review bra is a big part of my life. Maybe one day we'll get him on the pod to review some gas station food bras. Yeah, definitely um, be into but it. he is by far my favorite. So uh, Onion Boy, what's your number one meme? I'm surprised no one said the starter pack memes make oh. me laugh. Ooh. Oh god, that's a good one. So many little gems all in one space. A good starter pack meme will get me rolling on the floor. Oh, that. yeah. I had to explain starter pack memes to Kristen one time, and it took, like, 20 minutes. And, like, she was like, no, I get it. And I'm like, well, I, I don't think you do because I'm showing you these memes, and, like, they're really funny, and you're not laughing. And she's like, no, no, I, I understand it. And I'm like, oh, God, what are we doing here? So, Hala, what's your number one meme? If you could have one meme for the rest of your life. Ray, I, I, I hate to steal one of your memes, but uh, but you know I'm about to do it to you. Oh, good. I'm glad he's going to get on the Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, 
know I have to do it too. Whenever I see it, uh, I'm laughing whether I'm in a meeting or anything. Uh, it gets me every time. On a big conference call, uh, Steve, why are you laughing? Uh, you know I had to do it to him, folks. <laughs> and, yeah, and you can use it at all times. Yes. Yeah, in Vegas, whatever the dealer uh, would, uh, would, would uh, make, a, make me buzz. I was like, ah, he had to do it to me. I think we you said know, that in Vegas like a thousand times. <laughs> um, all right, so this might be my favorite. We're going to do top five Steves because we have my two favorite Steves on. Um, Are let's, they your top one and two for this list? Uh, so we're doing Ooh, top five yeah. famous Steves, and you guys aren't famous yet, but maybe after this podcast drop, True, drops that will up your clout. How how famous are we talking? Yeah, here? I have uh, some deep cuts. Yeah, I, I've got some <laughs> questionable calls, but uh, P, do you want to go out with number five? Uh, number five, I'm going to go with Steve Burns. You want to let us know who? Oh, that's uh, that's Steve from Blues Clues. Oh God! <laughs> oh, he was on my honorable mention. Oh uh, damn! So he, I didn't know his last name. He was my number five. Um, so I will swap him out. I can, I can swap, I can swap, hot swap a different number no, five. No, I'll, I'll hot swap him with my honorable mention. Okay. Who this one? Shout out to all the little kids out there. This one goes to Steve, the default character in Minecraft, <laughs> which is a game I don't understand. But Kristen's nephews play Minecraft for hours, so okay. I'm assuming sure, they know sure. who Steve is, and we're trying to expand our demographics so shout out steve the default character from minecraft and let's go uh onion boy wanted to do the number one number one steve so why don't we go holla you give us your number five as a lebron hater for many times uh this guy took a punch from mj Stopped LeBron, eight-time NBA champion, Steve Kerr. Ooh, classic. I got a signed Steve Kerr picture in, like, the late 90s. Uh, my uncle took my brother and I to a mall to, like, get his autograph or whatever, and, like, obviously we got there late. And he, like, they, they stopped the, um, like, line. and Like, oh, you guys aren't going to make it to get the autograph, whatever. So my uncle wrote a letter and, like, wrote it like a little kid and was like, oh, me and my three brothers came to your signing and we couldn't get in line in time blah 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 and so steve kerr mailed us three signed like uh five or eight by ten pictures of himself that i have in my mom's house okay sure sure onion boy onion boy who's your number five i actually have a steve kerr bulls jersey Mm. oh yeah i've seen that yeah because you would wear that and i'd wear my kukos what a duo people love the kukos not a lot of people you don't get a lot of feedback <laughs> Unsung hero. Anyway, uh, number five. I'm just going pretty mainstream. I'm going Steve Carell just because he gave us a smile. Oh, classic! I've yeah. been rewatching The Office, and uh, it holds just, up. Yeah, never gets old. Peach, who's your number three? We're on three. Oh, four, four. Sorry, four. Number four. I'm gonna go with another uh, NBA star, Steve Nash. Ooh, great hair. Yeah. Also Ooh. was in Entourage. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. My number four is uh, the $6 million man himself, played by Lee Majors, Steve Austin. Not to be confused oh. with another oh. Steve Austin. Uh, so, Hala, who's your number four? Uh, number four, I got to go with the best musician of all time who may or may not be blind. We don't know. Uh, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> he did catch that water bottle, so who knows? <laughs> Oh, and he well. did stop that microphone, and he has been seen at 
Cliff died at basketball games, yeah. which is, you know, why would Remember, he want to sit close? Questionable. <laughs> why, why can't he just sit in the 300 level? Uh, Onion Boy, who is your number four? <laughs> uh, you need to ask Cab about this Stevie Wonder blind or not for the next one. Oh, God. <laughs> You'll get some good material there. Uh, number four, I have Steve Irwin. Ooh. Damn. Fat I... Animal Steve around. Is he the first dead one on our list? Is Lee Majors alive? I think he is. So uh, Steve Irwin, shout out, first dead person uh, yeah. on our top five list. My, num- my number one's no longer with us. Ooh. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. Pete, Pete who's, who's your number three? Uh, my number three is, it's it actually was going to be Steve Irwin, but I'm going to hot swap it out to uh, S- Steve Buscemi. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Another Ooh. good uh, his IMDb nice. list is top notch and very long. Yeah. yeah, shout out Boardwalk Empire. Um, my number three, I'm gonna have to raise my hands for this one is Steve <laughs> from Arrested Ooh. Development. He was on my he was on my honorable mentions for the list. Yeah. Uh, so okay, well let's go scoop Steve. Who's your number three? This man, the guilty man. He made himself a murderer when his blood got in the way of four. The one who oh. always believed in Adrian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do top five Brendan's yeah. one day and uh, see if Brendan Dassey will get on. Top five smart boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Onion Boy, who's your number three? <laughs> so number three is a man who, when you see him, he instantly puts you back into a childhood state remember watching TV at really random hours of the day. I'm going with Rick Steves, the travel guru. Oh, good. I have a Rick Steves book when Chris and I are going to Italy, so I'm pretty pretty excited. I've been thumbing through some pages and uh, like what the guy has to say. Peach, who's your number two? Uh, number two, I'm going to go with uh, the the lesser known of the Steves from Apple, the Waz, Steve Wozniak. Ooh. That was so he was gonna be on my short list because I didn't want Steve Jobs on my list. But, yeah, so I went the Waz. Yeah, Waz Waz is a classic man. Uh, my number two is uh, did I do that? <laughs> Steve Urkel himself. Hey. <laughs> also, That's shout out he, he he does a cameo in Psych, which is the name of our podcast again. Uh, so Hala, who's your number two? So I don't know how there was any uh, type of discussion on who's the undisputed family feud best game <laughs> show on episode one because it's obviously Steve Harvey. Uh, I think we have to. Well, I mean, he does have the best teeth. And he has, <laughs> he has the best suits out of all of the hosts of Family Feud. So we, 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 need, to, we, need, to, we need to do a poll of, uh, of 100 random uh, podcast listeners on who's the best uh, family feud host maybe the yeah everyone everyone listening email us in who's who's the best uh, family feud host hit Ooh. us up on gmail not yahoo <laughs> ihibw69 <laughs> at gmail.com okay so yahoo boy who's your number two yahoo won a world series in 2006 guys um number two oh number two i don't know if anyone's gonna have this one Steve Stifler. Oh. The number two. 
That is a good one. It's a good solid Steve. I don't know how I came onto it, but like two days ago, I was watching the dance scene from American Wedding when it's him and uh, Bear having their dance off in the club in Boys Town. <laughs> a classic. All right, Peach, who's your number one? Number one? It's an easy choice. This is Steve McQueen. Is, he, is he your number one? No, no? actually, oh. he didn't make my list because oh. I only did fictional Steves. Oh, yeah. I went with all, like, actors named Steve. <laughs> yeah. So my, none of my Steves are Steves in real life, except for maybe my number one, who huh. is... Oh, boy. I don't know if he's <laughs> I don't know if he's picking up. <laughs> so Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> by God. Stone Cold Steve Austin is my number one Steve of all time. I, I don't know if he'll ever get top. I kind of figured that was going to be your number one Steve, so I left him off my list. So I came across a video of the Thanksgiving uh, at your family's house when they had the tent and we were doing our wrestling and stuff, and I did my Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance, which I think I have a video, so maybe we can put that on Instagram. Um, it's pretty, pretty intense. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's so good that's stuff. why Stone Cold is my number one. Number one, uh, Hala, who's your number one, Steve? I gotta go with this Steve because if you went on his show and debated who the number one Steve is, there's <laughs> no way he wouldn't convince you that it's him, and that's the one and only Stephen A. Smith. He's a Stephen, not a Steve. But I was we'll... I was hoping you were gonna say Steve Wilkos there. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll allow Stephen A. Smith on the top five Steves. <laughs> okay, so Onion Boy, who is your number one Steve of all time? Number one Steve is actually someone that popped up earlier Ooh. on this podcast, and that would be Dr. Steve Gruel. <gasps> oh, legend. If, hey. if anyone's never checked this guy out, it's uh, John C. Riley being an interesting fellow. Yeah, so yeah. he's on, it's the Tim and Eric show on Adult Swim or whatever, and Dr. Steve Brule is his name, and he has the best videos of all time out of, like, any character I've ever seen on a TV show. Like, makes me laugh constantly. Oh, yeah. Great so number the first, one. The first time I ever saw Steve Brule, it was at the stand, and I think Cav put it on, and I had never seen it before, and I had my back turned, and I was eating a bunch of pretzels like a savage, and so I have a mouthful of pretzels, I turn around, I see this guy on TV doing his thing, I almost died, (laughs) 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 and from that moment, I was hooked. Yeah, the... Steve Brule never gets old. I can rewatch his videos constantly and laugh every single time. It just never gets old. But um, so we're running a little long. We had to cut a bunch of stuff from this episode. We're gonna yeah. save it for another time. We have the Steves on. Uh, I'm gonna have to say the Battle of Steves is a draw. Both Steves equally fought their weight, and uh, we'll hopefully have them on another time. And sorry to both of the Steves and their significant others for delaying them because we had them on for about two hours trying to get this all set up. So thank you guys for coming on, and I will text you guys in about 30 seconds. (laughs) On Big Salami. Well, the original Big Salami got deleted because you you wouldn't update your phone, and so every it kept coming up as like a new thread every time you would text us, so we had to label it Big Salami 2 once you updated your phone. <laughs> don't, gener- don't generalize me as a man who doesn't update phones. That, okay, that is specifically who you are, so... <laughs> 
Yeah, Ray PJ, looking forward to uh, hearing when uh, Cat gets on and trashes us. So uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure to <laughs> yeah, let you guys know. Maybe we'll have to call you guys yeah. in to defend yourself on pod, and we'll have five people on at once. I don't know, maybe maybe Cab should be the decider of who wins the Battle of the Steves after this. Oh, that would be a good way to bash one of the Steves. <laughs> yeah. He just picks a winner. Yep. All right, so thank you guys for coming on, and we will talk to you guys hopefully yeah, soon. Thank you guys. Enjoy your well, trip and, and yeah. enjoy your fork knife. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Saturday morning fork knife, baby. All right, so we're we're good recording. So thank you guys. Thank you guys.